today on City Cash Chicago. Transgender individuals in the city and across the country are frequently targeted with violence. Just this year, at least 50 transgender people in the U.S. were reported killed. Someone who has been at the forefront of fighting for trans people is Gloria Allen, a.k.a. Mama Gloria. She's been a fixture in Chicago's transgender community for decades. And you can see her story now in the documentary Mama Gloria streaming on PBS. I sat down with Miss Allen earlier this week. It's Thursday, December 16th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is City Cash Chicago. Mama Gloria's family came to Chicago in the late 1940s, first landing in Hyde Park and then moving to Bronzeville. And then she went to Inglewood High School. Warning, this interview includes descriptions of sexual violence. Back in those days, uh, trans, never heard of them. You know, I didn't know what a trans word was. All I knew was the the word was uh, sissy. That's all I knew, you know, so... Going to Inglewood High School, here I am. I'm in a strange atmosphere. And uh, the teachers weren't very friendly to gay people. I remember a couple of teachers that didn't like me. And uh, basically, I didn't like them either. They just laughed and talked about me and embarrassed me in front of my classmates and everything. That was a a disaster for me because the boys would see this, grown people acting that way towards me. And it just gave them even more license to do it themselves. Yeah. At this point, this would have been, what, the the early 60s? Yes. You're getting it from the students, the teachers. During that time, were you? did you present yourself as gay? Did you present as a young woman in school? Well, uh, you know, I consider myself a girl, but I couldn't dress like a girl because I would have been murdered right then and there on the spot. But uh, in the neighborhood that I lived in, 59th and uh, state, everybody in that neighborhood protected me because I was a product of the neighborhood. They basically saved me because it was so many uh, gay people being murdered back then. And uh, they would find them in the alleys, in the dumpsters, throats cut, uh, beat to death. And uh, in the park, I wasn't allowed to go to the park because they would catch me and kill me in the park. So I didn't go. It really was a horrible time for me. After you graduated, you you started to get involved in what was then known as as Chicago's sissy ball scene. Yes. My mother was in show business. My mother was a professional dancer and a model. So she knew a bunch of people that were in that lifestyle. And she would come home and talk with me about it because she knew 
who I was and what I was going to turn out to be. So the girls got a chance to cut up and the guys too to have a good time. I mean, it was a spectacle within itself. You know, the horse-drawn carriages, you know, going to the ball scene and... Oh, damn. uh, uh, Gladiators dressed up like gladiators carrying the girls, you know, to the ball. Mm -hmm. And they were professional people. They were school teachers, uh, social workers. But the ball scene was the scene that they could be themselves, you know, yeah. put on a dress or or whatever and go to the ball and just have a great time. In the documentary, you you talked about not only going into the ball scene and feeling that connection with the community. Uh, at one point, you said when you when you started to live as a woman full time, you described it by saying that George stepped out of my body and went about his business. Yes. So I told my mother, I said, uh, I don't want to live as George anymore. And she said, well, how are you going to go about that? And I said, well, I'm going to uh, throw a party for George. It's a going away party. George has got to go on about his business and let Gloria come front. My mother and grandmother baked me a cake and they said, well, George is gone. We're going to miss George, but we welcome in Gloria and we love Gloria. We'll be right back. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. On one hand, you you talk about this world that is so cruel and so disgusting and, and so vile, and yet in your neighborhood and in your household, you were so fortunate to to have the support of your mother and your grandmother and it's it's just such a beautiful story to hear because I know you've talked to so many people who who didn't have that support. 
No, it was a lot of them that didn't have that support. And I would just cringe when they would tell me about what was going on in their household. I would hear other people telling me that their mother's boyfriends would uh, rape them and stuff like that. And uh, I remember when I got raped, it was a disgusting, ugly thing for me. You know, I hated men. I hated them, you know, because they took something from me. I didn't know these guys. They went to the same school I went to, and uh, they would bother me and taunt me all the time and then they finally went through with it and it was an ugly moment in my life where I didn't want to live. I didn't want to be on the face of the earth because they took away my joy. What helped you move through that? Uh, My mother and grandmother and my great aunt. I realized, you know, that, hey, I got to start loving myself, and I did. I started loving myself, and my mother always told me, she said, if you don't love yourself, how do you expect other people going to feel about you? If you don't love yourself and care about yourself, nobody else is going to do it, you know? She said, because I'm not going to always be here. It's one of the things that you you talk to people who uh, attend your charm school. Like the the idea of it is not simply about teaching young trans people how to present themselves for the acceptance of others. It really is about teaching them ways to love themselves. The charm school was my baby. The charm school was um, at the center on Halstead. And these young trans girls were coming in and a bell went off in my head said, they need some charm. It changed their lives. Some of them went on back to school because I've always stressed out education, get your education. And then I taught them how to dress, you know, for success. And I would sit and listen to them they would sit and listen to me. So it was a collaboration. Did any of them ever push back and say, you know, it, it shouldn't matter how we dress or how we look. We should be we should be treated with respect and decency regardless. Yes. But I had this knack about myself. I could win them over. And I did. <laughs> I did. You know, I've been through what you going through now. I've been down that road, too. You said earlier, you're not a young woman anymore, and that's one of the reasons you're, you're maybe not teaching at charm school. What does it mean to be a trans woman in her 70s? Ooh! <laughs> that is so... It, for me, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I look at it, you know, because... Um, I'm uh, 76 years old. I just have a joyful heart, you know, and my heart keeps me young. I'll put it that way. 
And what message do you want to send to young trans women uh, who are coming into their own, be, who, who, who feel like they might not be able to see 70? What, what do you want them to know? Life can be beautiful, but you have to make it beautiful. You know, when God made you and made me, he didn't make no mistake. You know, he didn't say that everybody's going to be the same. And he wants us to be safe. And people that hate the transgender people, if you don't like God's work, then it's something definitely wrong with you. You know, mm. that's the way I look at it. Mama Gloria is now streaming on PBS. Check out the documentary. Learn about the legend. Again, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Have a good day and happy holidays to you all. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Chicago Public Schools are planning to pass out about 150,000 take-home COVID tests for students, teachers, and staff going into the holiday break. Last week, CPS reported its highest weekly COVID-19 numbers with more than 1,000 combined cases across the district. Preservationists are celebrating Governor Pritzker's announcement that the Thompson Center will be saved. The postmodern Helmut Yan design building has been under threat of demolition for years. A developer will take over majority ownership of the building. And some good news to get you through. Local musician Matt Muse and Jamila Woods are hosting a benefit concert tomorrow night at the Metro for his love and nappiness hair care drive. You can still donate personal hygiene products. Check the show notes for donation spots. If you're not signed up for our daily newsletter, now is a fantastic time. Sign up and you could win two tickets to this Sunday's Karaoke Storytellers featuring your boy and the Korean vegan. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Someone who has been following the forefront of fighting, you know, someone who has been the, start from the top. Yep.